since I can't do the RKO this Sunday, I'm going to be RKOing members of the Club Kayfabe podcast tonight. Hey, everybody. It's Pat McDermott here once again with Dan Peck. If you build it, he will come. <laughs> Who will come? A little bit in your hair. And Chris O'Malley is here. I'm skeeved out. I don't even want to do this anymore. You you skeet out? What? (laughs) Skeet, skeet, skeet. Skeever. Um, Guys, listen to Talking Talkies in the Pie Crest on Giant Media Ball. It's like a giant ball of media. Without the fleas. Indeed. They also have other great shows, so go check them out as well. They talk games. They do other things, other stuff, other guys, other men. No, we talk uh, games. They don't talk really. games. We talk games. Oh. No, no, we discuss discus. Of course. So, um, stuff in wrestling happened this week, and we're going to do a top ten about it. It's like a pay-per-view yeah. Sunday as well. Like, was, you know, Yeah, we'll get to that. There's a top ten? There, there is. Ten? We do there a top is. ten? Wowie zowie. It's a type of number ten. So, even though they their debut was less than lackluster, New Day has been showing considerable character buildup. And by defeating the Lucha Dragons and becoming the number one contenders for the Tag Team Championship, they're pending, <laughs> they they're earn the right to be RKO'd. <laughs> yep. But their pending heel turn is pretty much working. And it's working out really well. And that's what's getting them over the most, is that all three of them are viewing it as something completely different. Xavier Woods is not into the idea of being booed, but Big E and Kofi are just rolling with it. So it's almost kind of like, is he going to go with them, or is he just going to kind of be there on the side? And now the New Day sucks chant is just like, LOL, we're heel. You're supposed to think we suck. Yep, pretty much. So it's working out for them, and I like what they're – doing with this we'll talk about them a little bit more as we talk about the pay-per-view oh you know what though i i have to say from the beginning new day is they've been really putting on great matches i really like how they work together well they have a spectacular tag team division to work with right now in my opinion though too right. so but i i never understood i i don't mind the new day turning heel and i don't mind the fans turning on is what made them turn heel but i don't understand what the fans hated so much about them anyway. I like Just them Just like the, the Rock. I, I'm the New Day hipster. I like them before it was cool. You know what? I think I understand why they didn't like them. Because when they were going to debut as a stable, I think everybody expected them to be heels. And when they turned into baby faces, we were kind of just like, oh, well, this is kind of lame. Oh, you mean like way, way back when they debuted and then they disappeared from TV? When everyone was like, oh, they're going to be a new like nation? Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people were expecting. So when they were baby faces who were just expected to clap and cheer, there was nothing really cool about it. Like, everybody's into the idea of these three guys teaming up because they don't have any direction. But everybody was like, oh, I want to see them do something cool with it. Uh, This isn't very good. Why are they doing this? Like, that's the way I feel like it turned out. This is officially the first time Kofi Kingston has ever been heel, right? Yes. In WWE tenure. It's also his, his second ever theme song, believe it or not. Wow. He's been around for a while. He Since... debuted the very beginning of 2008. 
somewhere Holy in there. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, because he was part of the new ECW. Right. So. All right, number nine. Number nine. Um, it really wasn't much to talk about, but we did get an Ambrose and Harper match that led into what will be their pay-per-view blow-off match. Those guys um, wear shirts. Yeah, they wear shirts and jeans. No, those cats wear shirts. They're cat. Apparently, they're cats. Um, these guys are two extremely underrated workers who deserve a big showing. And I think that they have the potential to steal the show on Sunday. Wait, does Although, a big showing mean a feud with big show? No. And it, no, shut up. Pat. <laughs> Cause Jack Swagger got a big showing when he was champion. I he also got that. The swaggy. Roman Reigns is getting a big showing this weekend. Remember the swaggy? Oh my God. That was during his big showing. Of course. Still, Big Show should have taken a big bite out of it. I know, right? Um, if only we go back in time. No, I don't want to relive that. Good Lord. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this match. Possibly the, the most. most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited for that. And it makes sense, too, because why did Ambrose get hurt in the first place at WrestleMania? Because Harper put him through the ladder. Right. And I, I think these guys are they are going to go out there and they're going to have a solid match. I guess we'll talk more about that when we actually get to the pay-per-view rundown. Yeah, yeah we will. And we'll talk about it even more when we review the pay-per-view. It'll right, be in the past. Of course. Number eight. So it was kind of a predictable finish about who gets the Miz brand if it's going to be Miz or if it's going to be Miz Dow. And it was pretty obvious they weren't going to just drop Miz. But I, I like how they did it. They had a good teaser, and the Summer Ray heel turn actually made sense with her aligning with Miz because of the whole movie build-up thing. Was, and, and this is how Sandow is going to find his new character, and he's already super over because of what he did. So he pretty much can do anything he wants right now. Well, see, that's the weird part. I don't know about that. I feel like this was the payoff, and I I get Miz keeping his stuff, but none of this – this was like the longest-built angle on WWE television, and you get the payoff on TV, not even on pay-per-view. That could be like the the Rhodes brothers where we still haven't had a payoff. Exactly. We had the one match, and we never really finished that. But – at the same I, time, there's still room on Sunday for something else to happen, and Miz isn't booked. But does he go back to being Damian Sandow? Like, I feel like they, I feel like this is the end of that overness because now he's not doing the same thing anymore. He, and I'm worried they're gonna be turning him into generic babyface. I'm very uh, worried. I don't know. I, just say it to his face. <laughs> hang on, hang on. That's coming. But, uh, yeah, um, I, I see your point, but I don't really agree with it yet. Just because there's no there's no way to tell what direction we're going to go in. Well, I think I'm going to message you privately. Oh, <laughs> what a dick. All right, number seven. Number seven. Well, let's talk about something that happened on NXT. Alex Riley got his big match against Kevin Owens and got Again. the ever-loving ever shit kicked out of him. Again. Again. Owens dominated him. He Again. the huge power bomb. 
He okay. was about to do the apron spot, but then Sami Zayn attacked, and Owens attacked back, and the entire locker room separated them, and then Zayn was like, LOL, nope, and went up to the top and took out everybody. So it was a pretty cool finish to NXT. Um, nothing unusual that we've seen, but it confirms that we're getting that Zayn-Owens feud continuing, and I have a feeling the next time we get them together, there's going to be a big stipulation. Maybe we'll get a cage match or something out of this. Loser leaves WWE. I would think so. I mean, I think they're ready for that payoff now. They did the match with Owens and Balor, and now they're going to focus on the rematch for the championship with right. Zane. Um, and this isn't in the top ten either, but Finn Balor went up against Ty Dillinger, and even though he got a full entrance with his Halloween music and everything, it was pretty predictable who was going over. They chanted Jason Jordan at him. Well, uh, not the right guy, but okay. Then maybe they're like Chevy and think Ty Dillinger is black. So. Jason Jordan's like coming out to a generic old school production theme that I think Sean Stasiak used to use. So that's regression. You got that going for you. <laughs> All right. Number six. Number six. Um. Odd promo, but with some cool stuff in it. It was Triple H hyping tough enough. And then there was some big bickering between Kane and Rollins. And Kane actually had some serious character development in this promo. Because it was all about how he might be corporate, but he can still be the demon when he wants to be. And because he's corporate, he can make anybody champion. Which could have included El Torito, which the memes were flying as soon as that happened, it's also led to 11 individual raw threads in the club kayfabe group. <laughs> Seven of them about El Torito, and two of them were by people who weren't watching at the time. That's me. And um, me. <laughs> yeah, you know, all we had to do to get good character development for Kane was suffer through how long of booking Kane terribly lazy. Yeah. And the thing is, like, Kane is supposedly one of the nicest and most beloved guys in the locker room. So that's the bad part about it because he's such a good employee. He's going to do whatever they tell him to do. And even though he does it to the best of his ability, it's always kind of like, yeah, he's like still acting like his, he can just go away and he's had time now. Like the, you know, cause I'd imagine like when he first started getting over his cane, he was like, yes, yes, yes. Because he had all those shitty gimmicks that didn't get over and he freaking was terrible. He ran with it. Yeah. And then he just, he needs to learn to say no sometimes now he's, it's not like they're gonna, even if he leaves, he's, he's okay. You're okay. We need you to put okay. the, uh, the mask back on this week. It's, right, been, this it's week. been long it's enough. You can put it back on now. It's been over six put it back on yet. We're going to take the mask away and we're going to lock it in a box. But, but we'll leave it in your office with you at all times. <laughs> what happened to the mask? That was Stephanie. Uh, oh, wait. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Uh, what happened to the mask? Oh, there we go. That was Stephanie gained 100 pounds. <laughs> it was Stephanie. I impregnated her again. <laughs> Another daughter. Pregnancy test. No, 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 no. Holy shit, it's another girl. 
Triple H, you are not the father. Yes. Vince McMahon, you are the father. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Best storyline ever. Let's all bring Ken Anderson back. God. Oh, yeah. All right. Number five. Number oh, five golden gimmicks. You almost blew that spot, Dan. All right. Uh, let's talk about the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. And oh, it was a three-way it, match, bruh. Yeah, it was Charlotte Bailey and Becky Lynch. And all signs pointed it to this being Bailey's moment. But as Charlotte locked her in a submission hold, Becky Lynch ran in for the pin and became the number one contender. There's one thing I don't like about uh, about uh, what's his face commentator guy. Corey Graves. Corey Graves. He just shits on Becky Lynch all the time. About what's his name? Tattoo Alex Riley. uh... That guy. The guy that's better at everything than just about everybody else there. The guy that's better than Alex Riley. Oh, wait. That's. So you forgot because he's already on Raw pre shows and pay per view pre shows. No, I forgot his name because he's freaking hating on Becky Lynch, which makes me hate on him. Oh, wow. I kind of don't like him as much anymore. He's always. Dumping on. I bet you they're like, you're too good. You have to have a character flaw. <laughs> you better shit on things that Dan likes. <laughs> it can't be as bad as SmackDown where they make Byron Saxon be the bad guy all the time. Like, <laughs> oh, Holt and King are, are agreeing too much. You have to disagree. Not, not even the bad guy. He's just, what do you know, you idiot? You stupid idiot. It's the fall, you idiot. Like, uh-oh, Cole, Cole and King just agreed on something. That means Byron Saxon has to be the asshole. <laughs> then you put him alone on Raw and he sounds like someone died. Poor guy. <laughs> never R.I.P. Never forget well, this Well, someone did die. So. <laughs> Who put Abraham Washington alone on commentary? Oh, God. He gets it mixed up. <laughs> he thinks he's Abraham <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is the well, Abraham Washington show. You know what? They actually they actually do kind of look alike. Now that I think about it, do they all look alike. No, I didn't say that. Do you get Booker T and Byron Saxton confused on the same announce team? No, but I know RV does. Uh, ding dong! Where our sound effects are? Wait, no. Yeah. The, door, no. the doorbell's broken. Doorbell's malfunctioning today. Maybe he needs to knock. Vince, you need to knock, but okay, Vince, you're here. There we go. That's much better, right? Sure. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, of course I get black people confused. I mean, is there anything more to say? They all look alike. God damn. That was yeah, the most generically a- racist comment you've ever made. And he's made some pretty generically racist comments. <laughs> generically racist, Vince? Generically racist, Vince. is Racistly awesome. generic. God damn. All right. Racistly generic. Sounds Asian. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Number four. Number four. The Bo Dallas promo. <laughs> oh, this is freaking awesome. He interrupts Roman Reigns, which is hilarious, and he talks about 
Yoda quotes from his, the best Star Wars movie, Episode One, which I laughed hysterically at. Yeah. How feel you? And then he he got in there. He did his typical believe and ate a Superman punch. And then when Reigns finished up his promo, he actually said something leg- that made me legitimately laugh. Before he said believe that, he stopped himself, looked at Bo's carcass, and then went believe that. Oh man, I grimaced and I lulled. But that's why I lulled because it was so terrible. It was funny. Patrick. Nothing can kill the grimace. <laughs> Nothing could kill my grimace at that moment. Believe that. uh. He looked down at at Hodalis and he went, Say what? (laughs) B-B-Y-G-R-L. Oh, God. You can't spit it in Wiz Khalifa. They should have never let that happen. They shouldn't have. (laughs) All right. Uh, Number three. According to Hulu, it never happened. God. How about the awesome match that Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler had in the main event? That was a good match right there. Um, the one thing I don't understand in the suppo- in supposed curb stomp gate 2015, um, he they switched out his front bump move with a front bump move where the other person slams their face into the mat. Yeah, I don't get it. Chest, which is what the curb stomp actually did. Yeah, so I, I honestly don't get it. I really don't. So I, I was fine with the match, but when he set up that finish, it just looked so forced. Because, well, you know what? Maybe he should just bust out the Phoenix Splash as a permanent finisher. I feel like that's too much That's too much of a babyface thing. Maybe. I could be wrong. You can't do flippies if you're a heel. <laughs> no flippy do's for you. <laughs> no flippy don't. <laughs> No cannonballs into the pool if you're a heel. <laughs> yeah, Everything but has to be leg drops, right? <laughs> no way. Hogan does leg drops into the pool. <laughs> Remember when he did a leg drop off the top of the rafters in the Pontiac Silverdome to take out Andre the Giant? I do. I do. But that was after he... He scoop slammed him, him from the top threw of the him off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> onto, yeah. the, onto the Big Show's monster truck. <laughs> God, the Kobo. And then we want to know which which side he fell off of the the river side or the or the splat dead side or the, or the parking lot. And then we're told it like like it matters. <laughs> he fell off the top of a fucking arena. I love God. that. I love that because freaking. Oh man. <laughs> They're just going, hey, which side did he fall off of? It's freaking Heenan's like, which side did he fall off of? And freaking uh, Eric Bischoff looks at him like, that's the fucking dumbest question ever. <laughs> it's like if he fell 15 feet into the river, he might be okay. Uh, that means your top two are from a certain uh, uh, Lucha organization. Lucha organization? They might be. Number two. Number two. It was an awesome match on Lucha Underground this week between Sexy Star and Pentagon Jr. And <laughs> last week, Pentagon Jr. attacked ring announcer Melissa Santos and hurt her ankle. And Vampiro, of all people, was about to get up and put an end to it. But Sexy Star came out and saved the day. So she got in there to defend 
against Pentagon Jr., against all of his sacrifices, and she actually picked up the win in a really friggin' good match. Where she hit like she like flipped over him onto his back and then dropped herself into a backstabber or whatever her version of it is called. It was a really weird but really cool finish. Lucha was full of great moments this week. Um, I don't know. What's Savannah's new gimmick name supposed to be? I don't even know her name. I don't, I don't think we know. Yeah. But that begins with her. She's almost done training. Yeah, but she's not done training. But she's not, she's not quite done. Yeah, and then um, we also got a really cool face-to-face between Johnny Mundo and Alberto El Patron. Again, it was cool again. Yeah, it was awesome. Again, they talked about their their mutual past, but they, they didn't go WWE, 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 WWE. And they just well, talked about this isn't TNA, right? But that's not the coolest thing that happened on Luchas this week, and that brings us to number one. Number one, we got the finals for the trios titles match, and your teams are Big Rick with the Mac and Killshot. Uh, then there was King Cuerno's team, which was Tejano and Cage, or sorry, the Machine Cage. And then the last was the unorthodox or a cage. I'm not yeah. sure. And then the unorthodox team of Angelico, Evelise, and Son of Havoc, and it was elimination. So first off, you get absolute just craziness, flippy doos, everything you could ever want out of. A trios match in a lucha style. A trios trios match. Yeah. Um, the the sickest spot was Angelico jumping off of the top part of the crowd and just doing this humongous crossbody. But the winner, uh, well, first of all, Cuerno's team got eliminated first, which was the big shocker. And then Big Rick's team. That was AAA champion and and Cage, who's just. Big old, big yeah, old guy. The, the big old undefeated guy. Well, it was Tejano that got pinned anyway. And then, Man. oh god, no, what were you gonna say? No, this is to- this is totally unrelated. I thought I thought that was the end of it, but go ahead and finish your point first. <laughs> well, we're not actually done with this yet because after Ivelisse's team wins, Dario Cueto comes out and he's just like, "Hey, that was a great job, but you're not done yet because the tournament still has another team in it." And the friggin' crew comes back. And now it's no DQ. So it's just everybody getting the shit kicked out of them. But again, super more flippy news. Ivelisse um, beats the shit out of everybody with a kendo stick. And then Son of Havoc and Angelico both hit top rope moves in stereo and pin them to become the trio's champions. And it was friggin' awesome. It was absolutely the best wrestling this week. And once again, Lucha Underground is my number one thing in wrestling for the week. Guys, if you're not watching Lucha Underground, do your best to catch it. If you don't have the El Rey Network, you can watch it online. You can freaking steal it. I know some of you have moral issues against that, but let's look at it this way. You're not stealing a copyrighted movie or something that you're not paying for. You're watching a TV show that just happens to not air on a network that you get because your cable provider doesn't provide it. That's actually not your fault. So do your best to check this out. It is absolutely worth it. It's only like 45 minutes because the commercials are cut out. Do yourself a favor and catch this. It is consistently my favorite thing in wrestling. But what are you going to say? I'd like to offer 
a bonus, a a a one B, an alternate universe, if you will. Because okay. my favorite moment of the week, and I think I, we would be remiss if we didn't mention it, Heath Slater entered himself in the John Cena U.S. title contention and then got RKO'd through a table and one of the funniest things I can remember seeing on WWE TV in recent memory. And then he died. And then he died. R.I.P. Heath Slater. Did you hear JBL talk about how awful catering is because they've cut their catering budget back? Who was the guy sitting in catering with freaking, like, Super Saiyan white hair or something. Oh yeah, I saw that. I have no idea who that who was. That? But anyway, yes, Heath Slater. I thought that Hiding was back. <laughs> oh my god! No, it actually it actually looked like Justin Gabriel, but we know it's not. But Heath Slater was hilarious. I was glad to see him back doing something on TV, even if I knew he was going to get RKO. But that look he gave, just that, <gasps> and an RKO through the like from the side of the camera right. was pretty good. So not All quite right. out of that nowhere. Not uh, quite, but not quite, not quite. He's he sucks. Um, yeah, exactly. But but I'll and give Randy you that. Like, it was, mm, it was funny. <laughs> Actually, that was that Randy Orton made me laugh because he just took a singular tortilla chip from Heath Slayer's dead body and ate it and walked Aww. away. That was delicious. Well, guys, we got a pay per view coming up. We're gonna do the rundown, the card for Extreme Rules 2015. You guys ready? Why is Payback the second pay-per-view after WrestleMania? (laughs) I don't know. It makes no sense. (laughs) Payback, which is essentially Backlash, is now in May. It should be the pay-per-view after WrestleMania. Because you hurt me me to extreme rules with all those weapons, and now I'm going to get my payback. So now there's like no WrestleMania Fallout (laughs) pay-per-view. Let's have let's do some serious kudos to WWE for getting Fallout Boy for this theme instead of the shitty generic pop and rap that they've been using. How about an actual? Are we, band? Are, we are we giving them kudos? I, I don't know. I'm not a Fallout Boy person. So. Uh, not generic. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Never mind. All right. Pre-show match tag team championship on the line. <laughs> There's only seven matches. Put the fucking tag titles on the show. Of course. Uh, it's Kid and Cesaro defending against Big E and Kofi representing the New Day. If they don't turn full heel, they're not winning. That's kind of how, what I feel like, too. If they're going to win, then they're going to turn full friggin' heel. Like during that match. Although they're facing heels, so I don't really know how this is going to work. I think they're going to do... Kid and Cesaro are heels? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to do what they're, um, the same spot they did to win this match, or... Not the same spot because they can't win the titles by a count out. But they're going to have Z- Xavier Woods interfere. And uh, unfortunately, Xavier Woods. They haven't, then, done, they haven't done twin magic with Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. I mean, we know Michael Cole most weekly gets them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but can't I, tell I think, them apart. I think it's going to be the thing that Cesaro and Tyson Kidd actually scout their opponents and saw that coming because they've done spots like that before where they've faced a team or they've known a team does a certain move and they counter it. So I think Cesaro and Kidd are going to still walk out with the titles. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the Chicago. Wait, because last time you had two picks and one was what you thought was going to happen. One was um, what you what you wanted to happen last time it was you 
guess Cesaro was going to take get the pin, and Tyson Kidd was who you thought WWE was going to have get make the pin. So I'm wondering who's going to make the pin this time, Chris. Huh? That actually confused the hell out of me. Oh, I actually don't remember saying that. But okay. Yeah, you said. Well, my picks are going to be different from my actual. Um, Oh, my, my picks are going to be different than who I think should win. And then you said, Kid and Cesaro are going to win. And you said, who I think is going to win? Kid and Cesaro. And then I explained to Dan, who said, bullshit. I said, no, in his fantasy, Cesaro will win by pinfall in reality. T- oh, no, the other way. But All right, I got it. I got it. <laughs> that, yes. that, that is funny. Um, sorry, Dan. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. Um, in this match, Cesaro... It's good. I don't fucking know. I can't. I can't duplicate. Kid that. wins by submission. There you go. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Chicago street fight between Ambrose and Harper. Again, I think this has the potential to steal the show. That's the modern right there. Man, I can't wait to see the casual attire they're gonna wear. <laughs> I know they're gonna come dressed for a street fight or for a wrestling match. Man, Luke Harper got a new shirt like a month ago, and it's filthy dirty already. Well, he obviously doesn't shower. So, I mean, what more can I say than I think this may be a show-stealing match? Yeah. Um, I feel like it's very obvious this is going to be an Ambrose victory because of the role he's on. So, there's a legitimate shot. So, maybe Harper will actually pull this off as kind of like a shocking win. And then he'll get his payback at payback. Well, think about it. Does Ambrose actually need the win to continue being over? I don't think so. But Harper would actually benefit from it, and Ambrose wouldn't get hurt. So I would prefer to see Luke Harper win the match, but I think it's going to be Dean. Oh, wait. Is payback? Oh, no. We're getting this paper. If you don't have the WWE Network, you get this pay-per-view free, right? I was going to say, are they going to like give us our money back next month? Is that what happens? (laughs) No. Oh, no, we're subscribers since the beginning. We don't get. I wonder if it's going to be WWE paycheck like it was the first year, where the main event was the big uh, lumberjack match. Oh yeah, <laughs> WWE paycheck. I forgot all about that. All right, we have a last man standing match between Roman Reigns and the Big Show. How often does Big Show have a last man standing match at Extreme Rules? I don't know, but I am guarantee you I'm going to lose because I'm going <laughs> to fall the fuck asleep. The audience loses. Well, there, maybe Roman Reigns will get put through something, some kind of a structure, like when he threw Cena through the big light. Oh, you mean like when he chokeslammed him through a cab on Raw last week? And Wait, oh, we've already many, seen that. How, so this is going to suck. And it was how, many barricades, how many like, barricades well, how, are going to get speared through in this match? All four. All the barricades. They're going to be, oh, my God, moments all over the place. All four, so we can get the achievement. Duh. It's <laughs> all the, oh, my God, moments. Well, oh, remember, man. Roman Reigns had a last man standing match with Kane, and all he did was hit him with a spear, and Roman Reigns, or Kane could not get up. I don't so remember I'm, this at all. It's I'm dreading this. my memory. You know what? Yeah. I don't care what happens in this match. Kane was eradicated by a spear in a last man this standing match. This is the match. piss break match. It is. Not this the is, women's match. This is number what wow. in their in their best of series. This is know. like number 8,000. This is number infinity. 
All right, well, let's talk about the women's match because it actually has intrigue to it. The newly turned heel Naomi is taking on Nikki Bella, who for some reason the Bellas are turning face for what? the Divas Championship. Is that really a thing? Yeah, the Bellas or are... they are just heel and heel? No, the Bellas are working face on house shows now. Oh, so is is Brie going to like earning a switcheroo and she's going to be the leader now or something? Is that how it works? Like the heel Bella it is doesn't, in charge and then the heel? It doesn't matter. If they turn, but if they turn babyface, then we need the Brie mode song back because that's the only way I'll accept it. Yep. The Cadbury Brie mode. Um, Naomi, I think, is going to pick up the win here because she's been long, long overdue for a championship run and she finally turned heel and got character development. Oh, I just can't wait to heal. I just can't wait to hear the heel version. She can get the belt like a week later. (laughs) I just can't wait to hear hear the heel version of somebody call my mama. Somebody call my mama. That would be awesome if they slowed it down. I would actually mark out for that. That was almost I Dream of Genie, by the way. (laughs) Kind of. So is Fandango's beat. Call my mama. Somebody. Okay. I think every Jim Johnson theme is really just I Dream of Genie sped up or slowed down. (laughs) Imagine you slow down Stone Cold's theme and it's just I Dream of Genie with glass shattering. All right. Let's talk about a match that will probably have really good technical execution, but has a god-awful stipulation, and that's the kiss-me-arse match between Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus. I'm going to bring out a fat lady, and you're going to kiss her arse instead. That's exactly how this is going to go, isn't it? That didn't make any sense when it happened back then. It makes less sense now. (laughs) It somehow makes less sense now. Um, Seamus over. Ziggler kisses his arse, but and there's buried there forever. Be, but there will be shenanery, and he won't actually do it. That's what I say. Shenanery. Shenanery. Yeah, and it's gonna be great because because they're gonna actually pull a switcheroo, and Shane McMahon's gonna kiss Vince's ass. <laughs> All right. Um, I see title match. Arnold's favorite part of the night. Yes. <laughs> Bad News Barrett going up against D. Bry, who is hurt, and they are protecting him. So I have a feeling they might just take the belt off of him. Oh, man. This guy cannot catch a break. He really can't. Well, he catches breaks. That's the problem. And tears. <laughs> LOL. Um, I guess it really doesn't matter to me because I, I'm a huge D. Bry fan. I'm going to like him no matter what. So if Barrett won the title back, I wouldn't necessarily be upset. And if Brian retained, I wouldn't be upset either. As long as the match is good, because these guys are awesome. I also feel like this is going to be the match that opens the card. Because, you know, it's the IC title match. Now, is that just, is that just internet hearsay, or is he legit injured? No, it's, it's pretty much legitimate. They, you I got mean, a concussion. They, that's why he got sent home early from the European tour. Well, they're, they're claiming that's not the reason, but they did send him home from the tour because they were concerned about him. That's why he's only been in six-man tags or he's been in promos. So I'm sure he'll be fine. But oh, so. you know, just put him in the ring with Jack Swagger. He'll be fine. Oh, Jesus. All right. How about the Russian chain match for the U.S. title? Between yep. Cena and Rusev Crush. 
You know, these matches between John Cena and Rusev feel like the pit stops between John Cena's awesome character development on TV shows. <laughs> or Cena's like the best that he's been since he actually turned babyface friggin' 11 years ago. I dare say the best he's been in his entire career working with these younger talents and putting on match of the night every night on raw. He's giving you a must see match. It's and crazy, right? Cause like he was, when he was the champ, he would be in, he would be in like three segments, but none of them would be wrestling. And now he wrestles every freaking show. Yeah. yeah and then awesome. they'd be like, John Cena will be on superstars taking on Ted DiBiase jr. And boom, jobber squash done. Oh yeah. That second episode of superstars ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> boom, jobber, jobber bringing it back. Um, but I, th- I think these matches are not very good. And I, I guess it's, it's probably just because I don't like Rusev at this point, or I just want something new, but I think what John Cena is doing on raw every week and sometimes on SmackDown, but not the very often is much more entertaining than this feud. Like, I feel like Cena has to retain because everything he's doing with the U S title is better than anything that's been done with the U S title for years. The only thing better than what John Cena is doing right now that he's done in his career is Vigo face. Isn't Rusev fighting uh, back right now on SmackDown? I don't know. Is he? I think I remember seeing a picture about oh, it. Oh, by the way, the guy apparently the guy that Bray Wyatt's talking about is Ryback, and that's going to be the next feud. Oh, I'm actually excited about that. Well, of course you are, because it's like your two favorite guys. <laughs> you're yeah. a well, you're a well-known Ryback, Mark. Really? You think so? The big guy. The big guy versus the And the best guy. thing about Ryan Marks is that you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Ask Chev. Chev's a mark for everything. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. This brings us to our main event. This is Seth Rollins defending the championship against Randy Orton. It's a steel cage match, and there's all kinds of stipulations here because the RKO is banned, and so is the curve stop. Fucking dumb. It's a steel cage match. I I have a question that I didn't really think about. Wait, wait. There's more. The gatekeeper is here. The key master (laughs) is not, but the gatekeeper is here, and it's Kane. Are they going to fuck? Oh, wait. There is no. Oh, I thought he was dealing out their Dungeons and Dragons cards. Dungeon um, Master or Game Master, depending upon what game you're playing. So, when they could pick stipulations, why couldn't when Seth Rollins was like, "I'm gonna take away your most effective move. I'm gonna ban the RKO." Why couldn't Randy Orton be like, "Okay, my stipulation is, I'm gonna unban the RKO." <laughs> <laughs> my stipulation is I win. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just give me that title now because stipulation is a Seth Rollins can't win match. So what happens if he, does the, if he hits the RKO? Just to, they're gonna DQ a fucking cage match. The gate, the gatekeeper will not open the gate. So he can't climb over either. I, I don't know. This is just so fucking dumb. Like they took a thing that was at least mildly interesting, and they just stripped away anything interesting about it. The gatekeeper. I just think that's funny that he's the gatekeeper. But there's the... <laughs> there's there, is the no, there is no Jacobs, only Zool. 
it's like Triple H was like, oh, uh, oh yeah, Kane, Kane uh, could be important in it. I mean, I guess that's where they're going with this is they're trying to make Kane feel like Kane's still important. I guess it's a storyline, but it's just, it's just like, yeah, we'll just uh, throw you in there too. I still think one of my favorite lines though from Seth Rollins in recent months was, yeah, Big Show won the Battle Royal. I won the championship and Kane, Kane was there. That was pretty funny. Kane. Um, so Rollins retains. LOL. See you at payback. Rollins retains. Rollins retains until Brock Lesnar comes back. So <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Rollins retains until SummerSlam when Roman Reigns ooh his way to, to the victory. No, no, no. That's more likely than Brock. <laughs> well, what's gonna happen is <laughs> wait. When, when does Money in the Bank happen? Uh, June, uh, July. Okay, this so June, so Roman Reigns is going to win. usually June once they moved it. You know what's going to happen? Roman Reigns is going to win Money in the Bank, or is it July? Fuck, whatever. One of and those. Then, so after Roman Reigns wins Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins is going to face Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, and then as the match is about to be over, ooh, ah, cashes in and takes the title. Yes, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be the opposite, but the yeah. exact same thing. Yep, yep. This year's Money in the Bank is June 14th, which is Flag Day. The the Nationwide Arena on Columbus, Ohio. Oh, because Battleground is the July pay-per-view now. Because that's great. Yep. Yep. All right, so Extreme Rules. Um, on paper, uh, but then again, the last time we've had a couple of Cards like this that were that were lackluster on paper. They were awesome. In WrestleMania Texas. wasn't very cool on paper, but it was a freaking was like one of the freaking best WrestleManias ever. So yeah, so, let's. Uh, you never know. All right, well, guys, there's a lot of people on the internet. Some of them are trolls. Most of them are trolls, and a lot of them are really annoying. And here's what's, really here's annoying. what's happening. You know. Uh, for Tough Enough, a lot of people are able to submit videos. It's a one-minute video about why you think you're tough enough. And there's a lot of indie workers submitting them. Lufisto submitted one. Mark Maverick submitted one. So they're going they're going out all over the place. And oh, I'm person- Mark Maverick isn't the only Mark who submitted one. Yeah, but he's actually like – he'd actually have a legit shot. I know what you're talking about, though. Um, so there's two – there's – Two workers who made really crappy comments about Tough Enough. And I'm going to read the first one here. Um, This is a guy, I I don't really want to say his name because I I doubt he listens to the show, but I don't want to say it anyway because I just don't want to get it. Oh my God, I bet I know who it is. As soon as I hear the comment, I bet I know who it is. But uh, you you might know him as, uh, you, you would know him from old World Star shows, Pat. He's like, oh, WWE, you've taken a page out of Impact's handbook i.e. the gut check. I love all the sharings of testimonials of why these wannabes should be signed. Workers asking workers to help them get signed. Silly rabbits, the show airs in June. Do you think really think your one-minute video is going to help get you signed? The audition started months ago, and the videos you've been submitting are for blooper reels and B-roll. You ever seen American Idol? You know the first one to two episodes where it shows the rejects? Welcome to the shallow end of the pool, Marks. You want to make it? Bust your ass and prove it. There are no shortcuts. Coming from somebody who's been working for a pretty long time and clearly hasn't made it. 
Well, I don't think I disagree with him in the fact that the cast has been packed uh, packed up already. And this guy sounds much- rather envious. <laughs> Is that yep. true, Christopher? It could be. But I, I kind of agree with that. I think, I think this is blooper real stuff. And uh, I mean, sure, they may pick one or cherry pick one or two, but I think the cast has already been set. Yeah, but still, that's not the point. The point is, this is a worker ripping on his fellow workers for trying to make it when he's saying there's no shortcuts to make it. Well, what are you doing? You haven't made it. Also, what I love about this guy is that he tried to get Johnny Toxic to do to do the Canadian destroyer. And he was like, no, well, why not? Because I don't want to fucking die. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing the friggin' Canadian destroyer. Um, another fun comment that came out, this one actually came from a more well-known name. This is Kevin Matthews. He says that he's confused by the tough enough promos. You have guys in their 20s and 30s saying, I wanted to be a WWE superstar since I was a kid, and it's the only thing I've ever really wanted. Really? I had all those dreams too, and you know what I did? Joined a fucking wrestling school at 16. What was stopping you all these years? You must have really wanted it. What a great comment, because every single person who ever wanted to be a wrestler has that option to actually go to wrestling school and try to make it, because everybody has that option. If everybody had that option, then everybody would be wrestlers. Um, you know, I gotta be a dick. Kind of agree you with him. Agree with him too, don't you? I do. I do. I, I'm not saying that. Not saying that everybody. But I mean, like, if you really want to do something, you go out and do it. You don't bullshit and say, "I'm waiting for this contest to come up and go." Want to be a WWE superstar? I've been trying to do it my whole life, and meanwhile, you're. I'm, to, I'm not talking about the independent wrestlers so much as I'm talking about the people who are just staying a video in. I want to well, be a WWE well, superstar. Well, here's what's funny about that. He's clearly directing his comments mm-hmm. at people like that who have never done anything, but he's still putting down other workers who are trying to make it. And it's just like, so what's your deal? Why don't you sub- – you know, if, if everybody here is so bad and they could never make it, then prove them wrong and you submit the tape. And, they can, and if they pick you, then there you go. Well, I mean, th- this is me, the douchebag who made some person feel so bad about the fact they were begging for money for wrestling training that they took down their Indiegogo account. But that- that's just how I feel. I-, I feel like it's something that, you know, you, you put out your money, you-, you earn your keep, and I, I understand where they're coming from. But I think, I think they're also – it's kind of misdirected because it- WWE is the one doing this when it comes down to it. So it- it's their choice to – say, okay, we're going to have a bunch of people submit videos, a bunch of marks who aren't going to make it, or whatever it is. But um, I feel at the end of the day, it's it's what WWE decides to do. Even if you're working your ass off, doesn't mean that WWE is going to offer you a contract. They may offer some person who sends in some stupid video. Well, look at it this way. Who got, uh, who got the contract out of the last Tough Enough? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> what was the last Tough Enough? You don't oh, remember? Alicia the only Fox person girl. that only person to actually work for WWE after Tough Enough? Alicia Fox girl, that's right. Um yep. Well, it was funny too when you go back to the the million dollar Tough Enough and they were doing that whole thing with with Daniel Pewter and I was like, dude, this Miz guy has much more charisma than him and everyone's like, "No, he sucks." And 
you know, he can't, he, he's not the, you know, he does annoy the shit out of us sometimes, but I, I knew that that guy was going to be money. And I just felt like all the tough enough quote unquote winners never really go on to much. I think Johnny Nitro had the best success out of all of them. Well, he still got some Did he success. win? Yeah, he, he was a yeah, co-winner. He, was a he, won wasn't with, it? he won with Matt Cavatelli, the guy yeah. that Hardcore Holly beat brain cancer into. Wow, that killed everything real fast. Oh, sorry. I was drinking water, and I, was, I noticed the awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mood killer. I'm sorry. Well. Like we said, guys, there's a lot I, of. I believe both of these guys are technically. I also believe that both of the, but they went about it in an assholeish manner, which I think is the entire point. Well, I mean, there are they there are valid points, and I I agree with Pat's point of view. I do, but at the same time, if you're a professional worker like this, then you shouldn't be ranting like this on Facebook because, well, that's going to get you booked somewhere. Guys telling you how to try hard to get your dreams that haven't tried hard enough to get their dreams. Oh, that's what I'm saying. If you were if you were as good as you're saying you are or acting like you are, then you would already be there. Well, so I guess it's, I guess it's not their position to just put down somebody who wants to try harder than they are, than they do. Right, and I guess I, I I see what you're saying in that effect too, of like you know. Right, and I and I see your point of it of it too. Right. Don't put, you know, don't go around putting other people down. If you, if you are better then you know, keep doing what you're doing. Cause obviously you're very good at what you're doing. Right. But, um, you know, I, and even submitting a video for, for some, for some kid who's sitting around in their, you know, their parents' basement or, you know, the typical wrestling cliche, um, saying that video in for them may mean a lot, like the fact that they're going to be used on a B roll or whatever. So that's cool too. You know what? I would totally submit a video to them that was a complete joke just so that I could get onto the B-roll footage. And then I would I would showcase that around as, you know, the loser guy who did this and then get friggin' booked places because that's totally happened before. But I'm not going to do that because I think that's shitty. Just saying. It's an option. But it is what it is. Internet's full of trolls. We know that. Hey, have you ever been to WWE's official Facebook page before? Is this about tough enough? No. Okay. So, this week we look at a <laughs> post about NXT starting house shows in May. Ooh. But, of course, they've only announced places in New York and, and Ohio and that area. Some Pennsylvania. Some like that. So, of course... First thing I would tell you is there's about a hundred variations on why are you not gonna do shows near me? Well, you guys are gonna go right past me to do these shows. Anyway, uh, actual quotes. S. Em Reedy, but now NXT. I want Extreme Roxy. What the fuck? Extreme Roxy. Extreme Roxy. Sorry. Oh, extreme. No, I'm sorry. Even further, Extem Roxy. <laughs> Make up your damn mind. I, I, I. S. E. M. Ready. 
But now NXT, I want Extemrosi. Okay. Cool story, bro. I want to meet John Cena. Extem Rousey, is that the Ronda Rousey pay-per-view we've been waiting for? Yes. I want to meet John Cena. Can somebody help me? I want to meet John Cena, and I'm also drowning. Jahan, Jahan Cena, one word. No no spaces, no capitalization. Jahan. Jahan. Jahan Cena. I want to meet Jahan Cena. Can somebody help me? Because somebody is two separate words. Some somebody, just somebody. Somebody. So it could be Katie Vick because it's the the body of a dying child. Somebody, (laughs) call my mom. Ma. That's an extremely heel version. It's really slow. (laughs) That's like the Randy Orton version. God. bunch of nobodies that don't really know how to wrestle. I rather watch the wrestlers that I know and who are more famous than this NXT crap. Wow. Man. I know that person, probably. I, I know that person, too. There's other people who feel that way? I wonder what it's like to be wrong. I don't know. But our last I've never is, known. <laughs> NXT Championship and NXT Divas Championship are changeling? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Changelings? Changeling. Because I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand what's happening either. But that's it for this week. And why won't you do a show near me? You're going right past my front yard. There are like a couple of those. Why did that turn Between into Florida? Sin? Between Florida. You're going right past Bakersfield. It's my house. <laughs> Between Florida and Albany is my house as well. But, jeez. <laughs> yeah. God. Could you stop along the way? (laughs) I can't tell if you're fat or retarded. Kevin Owens? Jesus. All right, guys. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. One's fat and the other's retarded. (laughs) Guys, it is time to play points or retarded. Um. Jesus. Buried. Or. Folded. All right. So here's what I challenged everybody to do this week. As you guys know, people are starting their political campaigns and their runs for the White House. So I wanted everybody to come up with a two-man team, you know, like Bush and Cheney or like Obama-Biden. And then also come up with a slogan. So these are going to be wrestling pairings to run for president and their campaign slogan. Keep in mind that the proper way to do this for extra humor, he's already laughing. Well, I'm just thinking someone will instantly win if 
if Hulk Hogan's running, and his his slogan is, "I'm Hulk Hogan, and this is my slogan," and they they would win instantly. Hulk slogan, yes. <laughs> I don't think we have Hulk slogan up here. Hulk slogan, brother. I mean, we can make that the title of the show if you want. I don't think we've done possibly. that one yet. All right, so our first entry, Rikishi Jack Swagger. We did it for the people. A lot of silence. See, you're supposed to be funny in this game. I feel like Too Cool would be his campaign managers and he wouldn't thank them. (laughs) Man, Pat, did you just make the entry funnier? I did, so... (laughs) Hell, son, that gets folded. DJMC. Entry number one has Not been in the folded. place to be. Oh yeah, this week there's two people that aren't weren't allowed to enter. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Did they enter? No. Mad Dog Needle and Matthew, I'm not even an American Anderson. I'm not even an American. It doesn't matter. He all he does is talk shit about America and talk about how Australia is better. So I'm sure that's what his entry would have been. Yeah. All right. Next it's Piper Orndorf. Here to run the country and chew bubblegum. You know, at least that one made a little more sense. But, unfortunately, I think it's going to get buried. Aww. That was Dan Dahl's entry. Okay. Now, before I continue, I just want you to know that there was no rule about repeats. So, don't get mad when other names come up that you've already heard. Hey, no, we can get mad. Well, as long as they're, but they're just not, it's not an official disqualification. (laughs) All right. That works. And no one used macho's going to kick your butt is the slogan. Oh, come on. Okay. This, this next one is swagger Hogan. We, the people are the real Americans. Why would, why would it be swagger and hope? Well, you don't usually go president first. Yes. So, so President this Swagger person thinks Swagger would be the president. Because <laughs> this would, would, would the national sandwich be the swaggy? <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, a man with the last name Swagger is so trustworthy. He would surely get voted into office. <laughs> right. Well, he's got Swagger. Swagger. He does. President Swagger sounds awesome. President Vpista. You're the president and a vice president. <laughs> Vpista. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think. Are you there, Stonefold? Hell, son, I'm going to fold that damn entry. <laughs> All right. That was Dylan Mewshaw. We're batting a thousand here. <laughs> okay. Next. How come Jack Swagger? Is Jack Swagger in any more entries? <laughs> um, maybe. All right. Next is Savage Warrior, the most coherent choice. I'm just going to give that points because that's awesome. Just thinking of those two <laughs> in office together. Those two dead people being in office together. God damn. Good job. He has weld again. Wow. Vote for the dead guys. That's like how every time he wells, Pat sounds shocked like it's a puppy who learned how to use the toilet. A puppy? Yes. Yes, because he would just be like, wow, if that happened. <laughs> I'd be like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's our next, here's our next run for presidency. Uh, 
the boogeyman and Bray Wyatt. Fuck you, Antonio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I don't want to set a precedent that that's always going to get points. But that gets points today. All right. That was Glenn Cookin's entry. And can you just can you just do it for us, Pat? Fuck you, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Good job, Glenn. Oh. As quoted from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yes, and it happened. That was the best part. Okay. I still can't believe I called that. I was like, wait, <laughs> no. This is happening. God damn. All right. Next. Draws Simsack. We are rolling into the future. Hmm. 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 Um, so, so, uh, about bands. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about this yet because see, I, I know we joke around here a lot in the club cafe podcast, but we joke around with the people who like to be joked around with. And I'm, I'm not quite sure that Mike would, not be offended by that. Not knowing, not knowing who submitted. If Mike submitted himself, then I would give it points. Mike did not submit this. Oh, okay. So, um, a very somber edition of the Club Cafe podcast. I am not going to give that points. And Stone Cold is going to gently fold that entry. Gently it on fire. fold it. Wow. But then he set it on fire. <laughs> God damn. All right. That was Monty's entry. Um. Yeah, I don't really know about making Simsack jokes if, like, you're not part of our friend group. Because that's not – it's not the same as somebody like Shin or Image who are, like, really open with this group. Mike's not really as cool about well, stuff mean, like that. And that's why, yeah, if it were Shin or Image or somebody like that, I uh, – Well, people take advantage of that all the time, but – if Mike had submitted that himself, it might have been worthy, but yeah, I don't think he would have made himself the vice president. So no point, no points at all. Mm-hmm. All right. No points. No points at all. You got no points. All right. Next entry. <laughs> God. But right, no ban as well. It's RVD and Jeff Hardy. It may be 420 today, but when we're in the White House, it will be 420 every day. I can just picture Jeff Hardy trying to snort the walls in the White House. <laughs> They're so white. He's all the Illuminomies in the yard. But don't keep a dog in the White House. I don't think does Jeff Hardy even smoke marijuana anymore. I think he's evolved. I, I think marijuana would have been the better, best thing he could smoke at this point. That's that's the gateway drug held by the gatekeeper, Kane. God, the friggin' gatekeeper. Maybe that should be the title of the show. <laughs> gatekeeper Kane. Um, so I'm going to give that points. Right. Good job, CJ Hardman. Brother. No, 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 no. Nope. <laughs> you gave CJ points, you must deal. C.J. Wellman. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Next is New Day and the Road Warriors. What a new rush. <laughs> Three people for president and two people for president. Or, depending upon how far you want to go, four people as vice president? Five people as vice president? Jeez. Do they do they tag out uh, as far as responsibility? Oh, sorry, five people and a dummy as president, as vice president. Oh, my God. You brought up Rocco? Yeah. We're talking Hawk, Animal, uh, and then we're talking about Draws. We're talking talking Paul Ellering, and then Rocco. And Heidenreich. Heidenreich, yeah. Heidenreich, an honorary new with an honorary road warrior. And then, and then, and then, if you want to go even further, we discuss. We can discuss Sonny and Christy Hemi. Lord. Oh wow. So, so do they all tag in for responsibilities? Is my question. (laughs) I guess that's how it would work, right? (laughs) I don't know. It's up to you on how you want to. So we'd have. Wow, they really pulled one up on Obama. We'd have three black presidents at the same time. <laughs> never been done before. How would Vince... never be done again. <laughs> that would have been the best slogan. Uh, thanks, Vince. Wow. I, I I think I think we have to give that points. Because <laughs> we, right, we, we have over it so long. We have to let it happen. All right. Bill Halver, you get points. Oh, geez. All right. Next is Robert Snitsky running for re-election. Trust us, it wasn't our faults. Huh. Remember, they're running for re-election. That means they've already been elected, as Image so politely pointed out right after this entry. <laughs> That's what re-election means? <laughs> no. Chris, bear this tip in mind. It also should be funny. Ooh. It was not. Ooh. So what happens? And that wasn't my fault. Hell, son, it gets neatly folded, and then I bury it underground. <laughs> God, it's getting worse. All right. No carbs for you, Atkin. <laughs> Looks like that entry slipped and fell. All right. Next is... That's how he died. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Edge Lita... If you thought what we did when Edge won the world title, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait, wait, wait. wait what? Wait, if, can, you, can you repeat that slogan again? Sure. If you thought what we did when Edge won the world title, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> uh, Dan, don't you do the Facebook segment? <laughs> if you thought what we did... I. <laughs> I'm almost, I'm almost convinced that I should give this points because I'd love to see that campaign on a poster, like, or scrolled across a bus. If you thought what we did when Edge won the world title, you ain't seen nothing yet. Where's Matt Awesome with his awesome photoshopping? <laughs> Make this campaign poster. Well, I guarantee he'll be listening to this show, so we'll see that either scrolled across a bus or as a campaign poster very soon. <laughs> either way, it's going to be funny. Um, I'm giving it points. There you I go. can't not. There you go, Jeff Trellowitz. You get points, but you also just got buried a little bit. Oh, wait. So the writer didn't write well? Jeez. Oh, my God. So he didn't well? Can't write well. Can't write well, but but has a published book. Whatever. Can't write well. 
Hey, he's got another one on the way. I just I saw on the on the Google Plus when I was getting on earlier. So oh, by finished. the way, I ever since I muted somebody on Google Plus, I actually get like only a few notifications every time I log in. Well, instead of the what? infinity symbol. I uh, love you, Jeff, but guess what? My review of his book. If you thought the last one was, this one is. God damn. <laughs> wow. All right. Tiny URL slash Trollitz? You know what? He should be happy. He got points. All right. Here's your next entry. Foley and Steve Austin. Have a nice day because Stone Cold said so. Hell, son, that entry's so damn stupid. I ain't even going to fold it. I'm going to just let Triple H bury her in the ground. With pleasure. <laughs> it's fun being a two-man power trip again. That was Mike Simsack's entry. All right, next is Jeff Hardy, Roman Reigns. We've got our eyeballs on our eyeballs on you. Believe that. Jeff Hardy and Roman Reigns. Got my eyeballs on my eyeballs. Is he going to cover the White House in his... Ooh! Ah. Dear God. And then he's going to paint eyeballs on it. <laughs> this is twice Jeff Hardy has been sniffing up and down the walls of the White House. Dear Lord. Uh, um, mm, yeah, let's give it points. All right, Joe Kalia the third, you get points. Okay, next is Triple H, Kevin Nash. The walls of injustice aren't the only things we know how to tear down. I feel like <laughs> suddenly Secretary of Defense is X-Pac. Actually, um, there's a specification that Vince would be the Secretary of State. <laughs> We're, uh, as a secretary of state or defense? State. Okay, I was going to say as a secretary of defense. <laughs> no, nobody's that psychotic. <laughs> We're moving the White House back up north. <laughs> Where all the White Houses belong. The White House is already in the north. More north. <laughs> but not in Canada. <laughs> is that too far north, Vince? That's too far. God. Well, oh, we're supposed to give that points or 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 pasta or something. Um, let's let's uh, not give that points. Let's. What what do we do? What do we do? When we don't give something points. Hail, son! It's already been folded, but it's still kind of creased. So I'm gonna put it back in the damn dryer. Oh my gosh, you got dried. <laughs> oh God, I love Stone Cold. <laughs> All right, sorry, Stephen Arthur. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know if you saw, Chev posted something and he was talking about the rumors of Samoa Joe debuting. He's like, I read these on the dryer sheets. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> of course I saw that. It was awesome. All right, next is Jericho Ralphus. Welcome to America is Jericho. That wasn't racist Vince knocking this time. Is that our name now? America is Jericho. 
Hell, son, I'm reading a spoiler from the damn dryer sheets. You ain't got no damn points. <laughs> that was Chris Wright. Aw. Yeah, Chris wrong. Yeah. All right, now we have Brock Lesnar and Kane. You will all qualify to receive Suplex City insurance. Okay, that's that's pretty silly there because I get that. So points for you. Matt, awesome. Okay. Is someone trying to get in the studio? I keep hearing knocking. I think someone is. All right. Coco Beware and Kane. The fire of the people will burn so bright that it'll feel like a pile driver. <laughs> wow, that's a long slogan. <laughs> no racist, Vince. Man, it's that because we the doorbell's not working, so he's just going to keep knocking. It's um, not happening in my place. <laughs> Or in the studio, because that's where we are. <laughs> in my place, which is a studio. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I'm not going to give that points, actually. Oh, all right. Sorry, Dens. Hell, son. Got to wash the whites separate. Jesus. All right. This is Great. The big... Now you're racist, too? No, I'm just doing a damn load of laundry. Okay. This is the biggie countdown, you guys. Val Venus and Roman Reigns. Weed for all. Jizz for baby girls. Hashtag ooh ladies 2016. <laughs> so terrible. And I love how there's a hashtag in their slogan for candidacy for presidency. Yes. You, know, you don't think they're going to have hashtags in the in the upcoming presidential election? Are you afraid you have some bad news if I think they won't? I also, <laughs> I'm afraid I have lots of bad news if you don't. I also need to specify that Baby Girls was spelled B-B-Y-R-L-S. <laughs> okay, yes, this definitely gets points. <laughs> that was Siobhan's entry. <laughs> Of course he knows how to spell baby girl. <laughs> All right. Next is Dallas Shin. Just gotta believe, apparently. <laughs> but Shin would never go with Bo Dallas anywhere. Well, he doesn't like this entry. Well, it, it would never know. happen. Well, if he is greatly offended by this... And that's just like Monty's entry, isn't it? And we can't give it points. Greatly offended. All right. That was Taylor Chadwick's entry. I'm offended. Okay. Your next one is Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Wow. I was totally expecting fucking swerve, but instead you got me that, and so you swerved me anyway. <laughs> Last one, I promise. So, points. That was your points leader, Ellis Holmes. Uh, that was a good one. Okay. 
The next one is Sheik and Duggan, America number one ho. However, any campaigning in the state of New Jersey will consist of being stopped on the turnpike. Oh, man. See, you had a funny entry, and then the slogan just kind of ruined it. Remember when Sheik and Duggan had the crack? That's the reference. Because <laughs> they got Learn caught we on the turnpike. Remember we were in the arenas? <laughs> Dude, it's better than being in the arena. <laughs> oh, I don't know about this fishing, but it's better than being in the arena. Hilson, I'm going to fold that entry up so damn small. How small? I don't know if it's going to be very damn small. Okay. Great payoff there. Uh, so now it's, now it's Ant-Man's dryer sheet. Have you guys seen the Ant-Man billboards? Yes, and they're awesome. <laughs> All right. So Matt Hardman gets no points, which means you've awarded points to CJ and not Matt. Wow. My, how the tables have turned. And now for your final entry. Blue Blazer and Shockmaster, watch your tax rates plummet. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. You, you get some cringies. All right. Cringy points to Jason Shin. Who set his alarm so he could wake up, enter points are buried, and then went back to sleep. That is dedication right there. Wow. Um, All right, guys. So that's it, right? Yep. You got to pick your winner now. Um, the way I feel, if Dan agrees, Ellis Homeless wins. Flawless victory. <laughs> <laughs> Now I just picture Shao Kahn saying "fuck you, Antonio." <laughs> That's exactly what I just thought. Fuck you, Antonio. <laughs> uh, Pat, can we get one more for the road? A boogeyman or Shao Kahn? Boogeyman, please. Fuck you, Antonio. <laughs> well, good job, Ellis. You win again, and you guys are gonna have to catch up because this kid is playing to win. Now, next week is going to be our 100th episode. Wowie wow wows. Hundreds yes. of them. Hundo. And it's going to be Hundred. a humongous episode because there's going to be a pay-per-view review. But we're also going to do an AMA panel, provided everybody is free. And we're going to work out oh. the details. Even on if that. not, we're doing an AMA panel. We're still going to do it, even if it's just the three of us. But we are inviting on Joey Image, Jason Shin, and Melissa Hatfield to join us. And for so. Jason Shin, that does not count for Ask Me Anal. God, um, as, as everybody well, actually, I guess anything. Out, so I guess you can. Yeah. Um, Will we answer them? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shin wants to point out that he's already done a shoot in the group, and there might be questions there he doesn't want to repeat. So you guys can research that if you want. Image has said the same thing. He's got his video. Um, I personally don't care if I'm asked anything I've been asked before. So whatever. Uh, Dan and Pat, that'll be up to you guys. But what we're going to do is we're going to post a thread once we have everything kind of figured out here. And then what I what I want to do to keep it from getting too out of control is for everybody to be limited to one question for each of us and then a question for the panel. 
So I'm still giving you an opportunity to ask seven questions in total. That's a lot of questions. But, per wow. person. So that will be kind of like the limitation there. Um, we have uh, – Dan and I did write up a big list of descriptions and things that we would want to discuss. So you guys can absolutely ask us anything there. And here's one thing I definitely want to stress, and I'm going to use Pat as the example here because I saw this happening the last time we tried to do an AMA special. You guys all know Pat does DDP yoga, and he has completely changed his life around. Please read the questions that have been submitted before you submit yours. So it's not five people in a row being like, tell me about DDP yoga and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and yeah, how did this change your life? He, he can answer it once. Get a little specific I'll, here. Yeah. I'll be glad to answer any of those questions. But yeah, if it's the same thing over and over yeah. again, then, then suddenly you basically submitted one question for me, which is going to be a very long answer. So yeah, get, to, get as specific as you can. Um, and the same thing with like Joey image questions. I'm sure he's answered a million times stuff about his final five and what it feels like to retire. Um, get, get a little broader there and please the love of God. Don't just ask Shin gay questions. He has way more to his life than just, Oh, he's taken it in the butt before the dude is a huge. Plus he's fine. He's not gay. Yes. The dude's a huge music enthusiast. There's a lot you can ask him about that. He's very knowledgeable with his music. So, guys, do some research on us, please. Give us some good stuff. And we want to answer your questions. And we're going to end the show with that, by the way. That's going to happen after Points or Buried, which, um, once again, I will stress this because I'm actually getting a couple of submissions. If you guys have an idea for a Points or Buried game, message me. I'd love to hear them. Um. I'm going to throw this out there too, and uh, I just want to keep it to a minimum. But Club K Fabe personalities will also be answering questions, but only only one question, please, for uh, like especially per person. If that's the case for like racist Vince, don't you have to pick? You can't you can't go. I have a question for Stonefold. I have a question for racist Vince. I have a question for Arnold Schwarzenegger. I have a question for Jesse. You got to pick, and they will answer your questions. Pick and choose now, guys. The doorbell might be working. I remember Brazzer, Brazzer's not around anymore. He got the Ebola. He did. He did. Um, <laughs> and there, there are other people. I, I'm, I'm sure if you really, really asked, old-timey announcer would come back and answer a question. Oh, is that him? Yeah, that's nicely, though, because I, I yeah. won't even try to. I won't even try to get hold of them if they're not. If it's not nice. Yeah. I, I'm sure. I, I don't know. I don't know if we could get Scott Steiner back for the hundredth episode, but we'll we'll try. If you have questions for him, we shall indeed. Well, guys, that about does it for the ninety ninth episode. When we talk to you guys again, it's going to be episode one hundred. I remember two weeks later is the freaking two-year <laughs> anniversary. Yes, and the two-year anniversary special will be the return of WrestlePeace Theater. I am so excited for that. Yes, yeah, so excited. So we'll see you then. Yes, we will. Bye, Bye everybody.